the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Courageous Christianity, a public nonprofit ministry equipping Christian warriors for the spiritual battlefield. The intersection of our faith and the world is a battlefield strewn with debris of a fallen world that challenges even the hardiest souls. And yet, this intersection is the context of our faith. As courageous Christian warriors, we must navigate this difficult terrain in our personal walk and as we seek to bring Christ to those who are lost and struggling. As a colonel in the Marine Corps Reserves with numerous combat deployments, Richard Mendelow has walked dangerous ground in peacetime and in war. Join us as he and his guests shed light on this critical intersection on spiritual combat and on the rules of engagement for courageous Christianity. And here's your host, Richard Mendelow. Friends, welcome and thank you for joining us on Courageous Christianity. This weekend, we observe Memorial Day. It is a time of remembering, a time of gratitude, and a time when we rededicate ourselves to living lives worthy of the sacrifices made by so many. Whereas we may never agree on the causes and outcomes of war, there are two indisputable truths on which we must all agree. First, that Americans are willing to sacrifice for this nation and their fellow Americans freely and with such devotion gives value to what we have. Their courageous love alone silences all the political manipulation and cautions those of us who are not paying attention to pay attention. In all its pain, their steadfast loyalty screams, this dream that we call America is valuable. That politicians and those who have no God but themselves do not know this does not change this fact, and their very existence, the existence of these veterans, precludes the rewriting of the history to which their sacrifice testifies. And if you hear in my voice deep commitment, it's because one cannot be an American and not feel this way. All that we have to do in this weekend and in the opportunity that we have is to look to those who have been and are willing to sacrifice for what we have here and know that it is the truth. And the second truth on which we must agree is this. Freedom is fragile. Left unattended, schemers will feather their beds with American freedom. Left unattended, politicians will trade American freedom for power. Left unattended, special interests will employ teams of psychologists, marketers, advertisers, and dupes to separate us from our freedoms. They will create an environment of confusion and fear while promising solutions to the problems which they create and while promising less responsibility, less accountability, and less uncertainty, 
They will slowly slide chains over our wrists as they strive to relieve us of that which is most valuable, that which cannot be given by anyone but God, that which must be earned in constant struggle against the forces of evil, and that for which so many have sacrificed and continue to sacrifice. And that is American freedom. So it is my prayer with this show that we remember the sacrifice and the freedom for which it was and is laid down each day by so many. It is my prayer with this show that we fully appreciate the cost of our freedom, and it is my prayer that we rededicate ourselves to living courageous lives as American Christians. And today, we have a very special guest to help us in that effort. Tom Kilgannon is the president of the Freedom Alliance, and he has joined us from Virginia. The Freedom Alliance is an educational and charitable organization which honors and supports America's military. Their efforts have saved lives and marriages as they strive to rehabilitate combat-wounded heroes, providing counseling, wheelchairs, vehicles, mortgage-free homes, rest opportunities for brotherhood, and education for children who have lost so much. Tom, God bless you and welcome. Hey, Rich, it's great to be with you. The Lord has given us another beautiful day, so uh, it is wonderful to speak with you. Thank you so much, and thanks for taking the time. And friends, as always... I'm joined by and so grateful for Christy Stratton, my amazing wingman. Hello, everyone, and hello, Tom. Hello, Christy. As always, before we begin, I must remind you that as a colonel still serving in the Marine Corps Reserves, I have to preface my comments by saying that these are my personal views and they do not necessarily represent the Department of Defense or the Department of the Navy. Please pray with us. Heavenly Father, we give thanks today for the men and women who have sacrificed so much for the freedom which we enjoy today. We thank you for their courageous hearts and for their families who support and care for them. And we thank you for those who labor tirelessly to minister to these warriors, to their husbands and wives, to their children, to their parents, and to their friends, providing such steadfast love and devotion in the many deep and often painful needs which we can never fully understand. Lord, we beseech you, help us to be worthy of these sacrifices. Help us to show our appreciation in the way we lead our lives as Americans and as recipients of this hard-won and fragile gift of freedom. And help us to emulate their courage in the way we speak and act for you. May the lives we live glorify all who have sacrificed, and may all we do be glorifying unto you. We pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Friends, I met Tom Kilgannon in 2016 uh, at an event in Europe uh, with the Freedom Alliance and the NRA, and I met Ollie North there, and it was a great deal of fun. Tom, you remember that? I do. It was a great trip. Wonderful. And uh, Christy, sorry that she missed it, because we went on a cruise down the Danube River. We started just outside of Munich, I think it was, and we ended up in Budapest. Sounds like fun. It, <laughs> I hate that I missed it. <laughs> it was fun, and it was during the 2016 presidential election. Ah. Uh, it was very interesting. Uh, a lot of uh, conservative, God-fearing Americans coming together to talk about faith and the opportunity that we had to speak truth. And uh, Tom, we're just so grateful for your joining us. Please tell us a little bit about the Freedom Alliance. 
Sure, Rich. It's great to be on the program. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, I'm happy to talk about Freedom Alliance because it's a, one of the most dynamic organizations in America, and I'm honored and privileged to lead it. Um, but before I get into that, I just want to extend uh, to all those families to whom this weekend means so much for Memorial Day, my, my a great amen to your prayer that you opened us with, and a tremendous thanks for everybody uh, who has uh, served in our military, who has made sacrifices. We know this weekend is difficult, but you're in our prayers, and, and we're still working for you. And that brings us to what I do at Freedom Alliance, which is uh, lead an organization that honors and supports America's military. And we do that in a number of ways. I'll give you just uh, one or two. Uh, Rich, we, we're working to heal the wounds of war. And um, you know, we just celebrated our, our 30th anniversary at, at Freedom Alliance. And for all these years, we know that uh, when service members come home from combat, they carry with them uh, tremendous uh, injuries that are internal. They're moral injuries, they're emotional injuries, because they've seen the horrors of war. And we need to work with them to uh, help them understand that um, God is not angry with them, that uh, they are being loved by our Lord, by their fellow Americans, uh, but the, the things that they've seen and the things that they had to do in combat often puts them in a situation where it's difficult for them to move on without dwelling on it. So healing the wounds of war, uh, especially the emotional injuries that are surfacing years later after they come back, is something we take very seriously and we put a lot of resources toward. Secondly is we're taking care of the families of those that we honor this weekend of Memorial Day, those who did not come home. They made the ultimate sacrifice for our country, and we help their children. We give them college scholarships so that they can uh, have that education that their parent wanted for them. And uh, we, that scholarship is, uh, really has two meanings. First and, and foremost, obviously, it's a practical means of support. Uh, we are giving thousands of dollars uh, to each student. We give out over $2 million each year. And as you well know, the cost of a college education just keeps rising and rising. So the financial support is tremendously important. But secondly, each scholarship we give, Rich, is a reminder to that student that their parent's sacrifice will never be forgotten by a grateful nation. It's a reminder that their parent was a hero, somebody who stood up, raised their right hand, took an oath to the Constitution, and said, I'm going to defend my country, and I'm going to serve. And uh, in that service, they made the ultimate sacrifice. Um, so we are providing them scholarships, not just to those who are killed in action, but those who are permanently disabled as well. I'm proud to tell you that we have right now, as we speak, 558 students who are on scholarship with us. And as I said, we're giving out over $2 million a year. And, uh, and, and so those are two of the big ways that we are uh, honoring their service. But uh, the other thing is with each of these practical actions that we give, whether it's a retreat or whether it's a scholarship, we want to honor that service member's contributions to our national defense. And we want to write their accomplishments and their service into America's history because we can't forget that we have had heroes all throughout America's history, people who have preserved our country, who have defended our freedom, and who have sacrificed for it. And if we forget that, 
we are not going to be a nation any longer. Amen. You said so many amazing things, and to hear about what uh, Freedom Alliance does, it's a little bit staggering because uh, a lot of things happen when I hear about it. Number one, I think about how people decide to get in the fight and they see a need, and individuals fix things. We don't wait for the government. We don't wait for some handout. We don't wait for some uh, piece of legislation that's going to have 400 riders on it and and, uh, have $1 actually go where it's supposed to. Americans love God, love this nation, see a fellow American in need. From a, a place of profound gratitude, they act and address that need. So God bless you and the Freedom Alliance. And friends, I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the show before, but I've learned that we really remember one thing when we have a conversation or we hear a speech or, I don't know, we read a book. Really just one thing resonates. And if there's one thing that resonates with you today from this show, my prayer is that it will be there is a cost and a responsibility associated with freedom. And that cost has been borne by so many. And now it must cause us to say, on this weekend especially, as we think about the sacrifice that has been laid on the altar of freedom, what are our responsibilities? What can we do? How can we get involved? How can we be part of the fight? And we're going to talk about that in the second segment when we come back with Mr. Tom Kilgannon from the Freedom Alliance. Time is a bullet, okay. I get that we- Hello, everyone. This is Christy Stratton. As you may know, I'm host Richard Mendelow's wingman. You might wonder what a wingman is. Here on Courageous Christianity, it means I'm here to support the host of the show in our efforts to accomplish our mission. That mission is to equip Christian warriors for the spiritual battlefield. And we need your help to do that. Your tax-deductible support is what keeps us on the air and sustains our ongoing efforts. Courageous Christianity is a public nonprofit ministry. If you'd like to support our mission in this ministry, you can do so by texting any amount to 281-800-4940. That's 281-800-4940. And for a donation of $25 or more, we will send you a signed copy of Richard's book, Right Makes Might, 40 Days to Courageous Christianity. You will absolutely love this devotional, and it will help you to become more equipped in your walk as a courageous Christian. If texting isn't a fit for you, you can also donate by going to CourageousChristianity.today. So text to donate to 281-800-4940 or go to CourageousChristianity.today. Friends, thank you. We are so very grateful for your listenership and for your support. What a friend we have in Jesus. Whenever Mike brings us in with that song, it just makes me want to sit here and not say anything and listen to it. <laughs> and smile. So, Tom, that, uh, that beautiful voice is a guy named Chad Strader, who's a good friend of mine, and he's allowed us to use his music for the show. And I love that song and the way he sings it. Just, uh, it's so fantastic. What a friend we have in Jesus. Thank you, God. Uh, friends, it sounds beautiful. Uh, it's amazing. All of his music. It's all throughout the show, so you'll want to listen to it. Right. Chad Strader, friends, yeah. uh, S-T-R-A-D-E-R, and he's on Apple Music. 
and uh, just brings the love of God to to voice. So you're with uh, Courageous Christianity with Richard Mendelo, and that's me. And we're talking to Tom Kilgannon from the Freedom Alliance, which is an amazing organization that supports veterans and the families of veterans. And in the first segment, we were talking about how much uh, is our responsibility to those who have sacrificed for us. And it reminds me of a Winston Churchill quote uh, when he was speaking about the Royal Air Force in the Battle of Britain. And he said, never was so much owed by so many to so few. And so on this Memorial Day weekend, as we remember sacrifice, and as many families know that sacrifice firsthand, and as many are still living with that sacrifice, the point of this show is to ask, what is the cost of freedom and what responsibility do we incur as the recipients? And so Tom was telling us about all the amazing things that the Freedom Alliance does. So amazing. I'm just, wow, blown away. Amazing. Absolutely. And they saw a need and a bunch of individuals, I assume, and now we have this organization. And so that leads me to question, how did the Freedom Alliance come into being, Tom? Because it seems like somebody saw a need and just decided to take action. Well, that's exactly it, Rich. As you said, uh, there was, uh, you know, people just need to take action. And so what happened was Freedom Alliance was founded about 30 years ago. It was at the time of the first Gulf War. And as you recall, uh, our troops were being sent over to the Middle East. Uh, they were going over to Kuwait, to Saudi Arabia. And there was, uh, they were sitting in the desert just waiting for their time, waiting for their time. And what happened was a, uh, a gentleman, a, a mutual friend of ours, Lieutenant Colonel Oliver North, a fellow Marine, um, he took action. And he said, we gotta, we got to do something for these troops. And so Freedom Alliance put together this great big care package drive. Over 100,000 uh, boxes were filled. The community was uh, put to work. People came with bags of uh, goods and, and suntan, uh, not sunscreen and socks and everything that our troops need to, when they're out in the field to stay warm and dry and safe and protected from the elements. And about 100,000 boxes were put together, shipped over to troops in the Middle East, and that's where Freedom Alliance um, came into being. It was one person having an idea, taking action, enlisting the help of others. Soon it became dozens, then it was hundreds, and before you knew it, there were tractor trailers lined up taking these boxes to the post office. And I'll tell you something interesting, Rich. That was 30 years ago. And just within the last few months, I was at an event, and I introduced myself to a veteran, and I said, Hi, I'm Tom with Freedom Alliance. And he looked at me quizzically, and he said, Do you guys, do you send care packages to troops overseas? I said, Well, yes, we do. And he said, You know, I was in the Gulf War, and I got one of your care packages. <laughs> I mean, this was 30 years That's ago. Awesome. And the, he had that memory, and he wanted to offer that thanks because there was meaning behind it. So, again, uh, it's not just it, – it's two things. It's the practical support of he had dry socks and he had uh, lip balm and he had sunscreen, and that meant a lot to him. But what means even more in almost everything we do, whether we're giving away a car or a home or a scholarship, it is the love and affection with which those gifts are offered 
that really resonates with the troops who are receiving them. And that's why it's important. They need to know that America has their back. They need to know that the commander-in-chief and the Congress have their backs when they are in harm's way. You know, Tom, um, everything you were sharing in the first segment and, and with what you just shared, it really speaks to what I was feeling it, the legacy that you all are creating um, or have created uh, over the last 30 years. And I know we're talking about the cost and the responsibility of the freedom. I, I guess that legacy would be a part of that re- uh, responsibility. But I just think about those 558 students on scholarship and reminding them, that although their parents aren't there, reminding them of that cost and that responsibility. And it just, wow. Just gets me. <laughs> it's uh, the scripture that came to mind as you were talking from the book of James, chapter two, verse sixteen says, "If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it?" And so there's so much in scripture which says, and also from the book of James, when James says, uh, "Faith without works is dead," and Uh, you show them your faith by your works. And so here he's saying that if we talk about faith, if we talk about being Christians, if we talk about being Americans, and yet our actions don't follow from there, what good is it? And so we're at a critical time in this nation, in this nation's history, in the trajectory of our world, where we will either stand our post or we will walk away. Or we will hide and wait for somebody else to do it. Or we'll hope from a solution from government, which has never provided the solution that is required, as evidenced by the fact that men and women committed in combat were not adequately prepared for because everybody was taken by surprise. So uh, another scripture, this is Courageous Christianity with Richard Mendelow, so it's probably okay that (laughs) I have another scripture. (laughs) Another one that comes to mind is, is this. Solomon said it in Ecclesiastes, and if you remember, Solomon asked God for the wisdom to lead the Israelites, and God gave him the wisdom. So he's always credited with being the smartest guy on earth. I almost said dude, but I don't know if you should say dude on the radio. (laughs) Anyhow, Solomon said this, a time for every purpose under heaven a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time for love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. And so as I look around this nation, one thing is certain, and that is this is a time for action and not angry action, not reactive action, because there's enough noise and enough anger and bitterness. This is a time for measured, loving action based on the eternal truth of the Bible And so I think as veterans provide living testimony to the history of this nation and the sacrifice that bought our freedoms, which we cannot turn away from, and the actions of the Freedom Alliance testify to the fact that one person with an idea and the heart to follow up on that idea with the help of a team can just do such amazing things. And you're the leader of that effort, Tom. So God bless you. That's fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, you, you said it so eloquently, Rich. Uh, I'm, I'm not nearly as eloquent as you. I would say the gospel, according to Tom, is it is time to get off the couch and get to action. <laughs> we, we need I like that gospel. <laughs> Christians involved in uh, everyday life now. We need everybody involved in this battle because America is in a very difficult time uh, in our history, and we need to be involved and 
as we just talked about, you don't, everybody has something to offer, and you don't have to wait for somebody else to come along and issue an invitation. Start taking action and start getting involved because God is calling us to save this nation. Uh, Christy. I just had to ask, I mean, you just called us to take action. How do we take action, Tom? What is your suggestion genuinely yeah. for a, a guy or a girl who, who like who w- sees a need or wants to take action and doesn't know how to participate? So absolutely. Uh, m- well, maybe this will be a good uh, opportunity for the next segment to talk about it, so that you don't get interrupted, Tom. But what we're 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 asking, uh, what we're going to ask is, we have at our disposal our time, our heart, our money, uh, other resources. And as we seek to get involved as regular, ordinary Americans, how do we find the proper place and and start chopping? What would you suggest? Just a quick answer uh, for that individual who's out there listening. I'd say three or four things, Rich. First is, uh, obviously, it's prayer. We have to begin each day with prayer and end each day with prayer. And, And the first thing we have to do is give thanks to God for all that we have. And then we have to uh, ask him for direction and, uh, and listen to what he's saying. He will often, you know, put uh, circumstances or people in front of us that we didn't necessarily know that we were going to, um, you know, get, get involved with them. But he's, he's placing people or situations or options in front of us that allow us to get involved, to allow us to take the direction he wants us to take. Second is... I would urge people, I would urge every one of your listeners and everybody beyond, continue to vote. I say that because I have heard recently so many people saying, I can't vote anymore. I don't believe in the system. Vote. Go out and vote. Go out and change the system. There are a number of organizations and people who are making efforts to fix the, the things that went wrong in the last election. Our vote is our most sacred obligation as citizens, and if we give that up, uh, we lose. And we can't do that. We have to vote. We have to look at this, and, and as, as we're struggling with all the injustices that took place during the last election, we have to remember Christ carrying his cross. We have to remember Christ going into the garden and asking the Father's direction and help to go through the struggle that he was ahead of him. And that's where we are now as Christians. And so ask for that help, carry that burden, and go to the voting booth. And thirdly... Amen. If you find an organization, hopefully people will uh, look at Freedom Alliance. Go to our website at freedomalliance.org and make a donation. And if it's not Freedom Alliance, it's another veterans organization or a church or a charity that you believe in, donate, get involved if you can, get out to the school board meetings. I will tell you whether you're a would-be parent, a current parent, or a grandparent, the most important place you can be these days is at your local school board meetings. Go there, challenge them, uh, make them answer your questions, make them tell you what they're doing, because that is where millions and millions of American children are being educated. So we have to get out and show ourselves and be involved. That is a brilliant answer. And friends, we're going to talk about that more when we come back into the third segment. Tom Kilgannon from the Freedom Alliance. They fought for our freedom and made sacrifices most of us can't imagine. And now, our veterans need your help. 
Hi, friends. I'm Christy Stratton, Richard Mindelow's wingman here on Courageous Christianity. You've possibly heard us talking about Freedom Alliance on the show. It's an organization near and dear to our hearts. Freedom Alliance is healing the wounds of war, including the devastating emotional injuries that cause veterans to reject God's love. Freedom Alliance is saving lives in military marriages. They rehabilitate wounded heroes, donate customized wheelchairs to amputees, and provide college scholarships to the sons and daughters of military heroes. I hope you'll join us in supporting our combat veterans by donating to Freedom Alliance today. I urge you to visit freedomalliance.org to learn more about their mission. We at Courageous Christianity know the team at Freedom Alliance, and we've seen them do the Lord's work. They are committed to helping ordinary Americans who've done extraordinary things. Please go to freedomalliance.org to make a contribution that will change a hero's life. Friends, for almost 18 months, Christy Stratton has been my wingman on Courageous Christianity. To our message of courageous faith, she adds her invaluable perspective as a transformational coach. She's a walking embodiment of courage and compassion, and she brings this to bear on those going through divorce in her show, The Divorce Coaching Hour, which airs Saturdays from 1 to 2 p.m. right here on 100.7 KKHT The Word. For those who are struggling in their marriages, she brings hope with guests who speak to the myriad counseling options available. For those who are going through divorce, she offers invaluable technical and behavioral assistance. And for those who are coming out of divorce, she delivers a unique perspective on the opportunity for growth and change. If you are or a friend or a family member is struggling in a marriage, contemplating or going through divorce, you need a wingman. You will want to tune in each Saturday to hear from Christy and her guests. One thing is for sure, as I have learned over the last 72 episodes on Courageous Christianity, you can count on Christy for truth, for a faith-based perspective, for compassion, and for insightful guidance. Tune in each Saturday. She'll be there for you as well. Don't miss the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton every Saturday at 1 p.m. on 100.7 KKHT, The Word. Friends, you're listening to Courageous Christianity, and we are talking with Tom Kilgannon of the Freedom Alliance about Memorial Day, about freedom and about the price paid by so few for so many and what that sacrifice means to us. And we were talking about taking action and saying that this is a critical time in the nation's history and we have to get involved. And so we posed the question to Tom, how does one get involved? And he had a brilliant answer. He said to pray, be grateful, vote, donate, and just get in the fight, whether it's at a school board or somewhere else. But uh, you said something else, Tom, that uh, just resonates deeply with me. Christy and I actually discussed it last week. You said, be grateful. And from a place of gratitude, it's hard to be bitter. It's hard to be entitled. It's hard to be anything ugly. And so what do you think? Be grateful. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, I was just recently reading uh, a book that, that has helped me just uh, here in the last several months, uh, is, you know, how to structure your prayer. And it, and it uh, counseled that we ought to begin each day in prayer. And when you do, you begin your prayer with uh, thanking God for what you have. And so each day I've been, you know, just thanking Him for my faith and my church and all the uh, wonderful 
faithful people who surround me in work and at home and my family. And, uh, and I think when you begin that way, uh, it really puts, your, puts you in the right frame of mind uh, to go on to other challenges that, um, and, and missions that God may have for us. I, I don't think one could say it any better. Or, or, and I think that's how I pray also. Uh, the very first thing I do in the morning is just thank God. And somebody once said to me, what if you had tomorrow only what you thanked God for today? Mm. Think about that. You thank him for the opportunity you have in this nation. You thank him for the love in your life. You thank him for his word, his Bible. So complete his faithfulness, his mercy, his forgiveness, his son, Jesus. Uh, Just amazing because from that place, it's hard not to just uh, have the right heart to address this very difficult world. Yeah, very powerful too, I think, on Memorial Day because, you know, it's often marked by the start of summer and parties and pools, you know, that sort of thing. And, you know, I'm coming to it as kind of solemn gratitude. And if I start... Uh, my day saying, you know, thank you, God, for this freedom. You know, it's not about the pool party. It's about this freedom and the people who sacrificed for that. Isn't it amazing how as we uh, start being Americans again after this COVID thing and the little things that we maybe took for granted before, but now we're thankful for. So, wow, we have a pool party. And somebody's cooking hot dogs and there's kids running around and we're Americans yeah. and the grass is green and the sky is blue. And thank you, God, we're Americans. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. Thomas Paine, uh, who wrote the pamphlet Common Sense, which in part led America into the revolution. He was a big fan of George Washington. And Thomas Paine said, what we obtain too cheaply, we esteem too lightly. It is dearness only that gives everything its value. And so the message that we have with today's show is that hot dog, that flag, those kids running around on green grass, health care, blue sky, a swimming pool, a barbecue, were not obtained cheaply. America has had many foes throughout uh, its history because we're a good nation and because even for all the things that have been missteps, there is no other beacon of freedom on this earth like the United States of America. Nobody is rushing to all these countries all over the world to fix their problems. We are. And so there are a lot of people who want to point to all the problems and all of that. Well, every family has problems. The issue is what you do. And so this was not obtained cheaply, this gift of America and this amazing dream that can be realized by people from all over the world. It was obtained with sacrifice, it, it, and there is still sacrifice. There are nights where people have lingering injuries and uh, where families have the difficulties of these wounds that have been left on our warriors, both men and women. And so Tom Kilgannon and the Freedom Alliance are in that fight, and that's their corner of the battlefield. And uh, Tom, I'm grateful for you. Well, thank you, Rich. I I appreciate that because it it really takes uh, it takes each of us to uh, protect this freedom that we we've got. And if it's all right, I'm I'm just going to address this uh, this concept of freedom and and what it means to me, and and how I think about it. And and first. Uh, First and foremost, we have to understand what freedom is. And freedom 
is a gift from God. Uh, it's not given to us by Joe Biden or by the Constitution uh, or, or by our military even. Our Constitution protects our freedom, but it protects the freedom that was given to us by the Lord God Almighty. And so if we understand that freedom is a gift from God, we understand that it is our sacred responsibility to care for it, to protect it, to ensure that it is bestowed to the next generation of Americans. And so we have to be thankful for it and be protective of it and work each day. And when I say that, I, what I mean is uh, it's not the military's responsibility alone to protect our freedom. That responsibility belongs to you, Rich, and to you, Christy, and to me, Tom, and to everybody who considers themselves an American citizen. And then secondly, we have to understand what are the threats to freedom? And there are many. There are numerous. But I'll give you just two in, in the way that I think about it. We have external threats, meaning military threats or terrorist threats, and that's the way our military, our soldiers, sailors, airmen, and Marines, and guardsmen, protect us from those kinds of threats. And they do an extraordinary job and make extraordinary sacrifices. But as we're seeing right now, uh, what I mean, just pop on your computer and look at the headlines. Mm -hmm. We also see that there are dozens and dozens and dozens of threats to our freedom internally from government, from politicians, from big business. And so we all have to, one, be cognizant of that, and two, take action to protect those freedoms. And then, but, but we have to do so understanding that there is a cost to engaging in the fight to protect our freedom. And that cost for our military is often life or limb, those tremendous sacrifices that you talked about so eloquently, Rich. Um, for those of us who are in uh, in politics or in public life, who, who write, who think, who speak uh, publicly on these issues, it might be a cost to our reputation or to our standing in society. But that's okay, because if we truly understand what freedom is, then there's a tremendous reward that comes with it. And I'm going to say something that is counterintuitive that to a lot of people doesn't make sense, but I think your audience will understand it immediately. And that is, what, in order to have freedom, you have to engage in submission. You have to submit yourself. And we submit ourselves to God's will. And when we give our lives to Christ, when we allow ourselves to be governed by the Lord God Almighty, that is when we will truly understand and be able to appreciate real freedom. And that's the reward, that God will take us to heaven and we will understand a freedom like we've never understood before. And I think if I was to make an analogy and take that glorious heavenly freedom and analogize it to the freedom we often talk about and understand as Americans, if we submit ourselves to the Constitution, each of us, to the Constitution, we will experience a secular freedom here on earth until we get to that glorified freedom in heaven. Wow. Couldn't say it any better. Such brilliant things. Mm -hmm. And you're right about somewhat counterintuitive in that if you submit yourself, you will be free. 
And a lot of people are probably thinking, well, how can I submit and be free? But it's the truth because Jesus promised that in him we would have not just life, but abundant life. And uh, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Uh, So well put. So I said in the last uh, segment that this is a time for action. And you told us some action that we could take. And it's still in the uh, the big picture. It, it begs what sort of action. And this is something I really want to speak carefully to because although our feelings must compel ourselves to action because that's the point of feelings, we cannot be compelled to angry action, bitter action, or reactive action. Popular culture says we should wallow in our feelings. Every other TV commercial says we should medicate our feelings. But I believe our feelings point the way to action. And when you're submitted, as you have just said, then you have the freedom to act righteously because you can't achieve something holy in an unholy way. So my point with this show is that in our gratitude for the sacrifice of our veterans, our freedom points the way to righteous action. That sacrifice begets righteous action when we do things as Jesus said. If you harm someone, restore them. If you feel offended, forgive. If you feel sad at the state of the world, consider your blessings. Think about your experiences and the way God has shaped you. Pray for guidance and take action. And if you aren't sure, get involved somewhere and God will lead you the rest of the way. He can't do much with you if you're on the sofa flipping channels. But once you're up and in motion, submitted to him, looking for him in everything and listening for the voice of the Holy Spirit in your life, then he can make use of you. And I think uh, another important lesson that we can learn from veterans is that for the most part, they were ordinary people who felt strongly enough about something to take action, to get involved, to stand on the yellow footprints if they were a Marine, to serve something bigger than themselves. And they were willing to sacrifice for it. And we're going to talk about that in the final segment with Mr. Tom Kilgannon of the Freedom Alliance. Friends, it's Richard, the host of Courageous Christianity. In addition to donations, sponsorships also help to keep us on the air and sustain our ongoing efforts. We'd love for you to join us in this mission. If you own a Christian business or an entrepreneur, or it's on your heart to support our efforts, Sponsorship opportunities are available. You'll have the chance to have your message heard during each show and much more. If you want to join us in our mission to equip Christian warriors for the spiritual battlefield and support us with your sponsorship, contact us at 281-656-1833 or email us at CourageousChristianity at gmail.com. Contact us today to apply as there are some requirements. So give us a call at 281-656-1833 or email us at CourageousChristianity at gmail.com. We're grateful for your listenership and for your support. Friends, you're back with Courageous Christianity, and we are talking with Mr. Tom Kilgannon of the Freedom Alliance about Memorial Day and about the cost of our freedom and what it means. And in the last segment, Tom said something really brilliant. Uh, I've never actually thought about it before. He said, what is freedom? And he said, freedom is not something our government gives us. Freedom is a gift from God. And it is our sacred responsibility to protect it. 
And then uh, he asked the question, what are the threats to our freedom? And we often think about the external threats, but sometimes we forget the internal threats. The threats when people want to rewrite our history and tear down monuments to individuals who've done great things because those individuals and those statues remind people that they too can do great things as individuals. And I believe... Tom is going to tell us a story about one such great individual. Tom? Oh, thanks, Rich. Uh, you know, as, as we close out, I, I just want people to remember that this is a great country. And even though we're going through a lot of struggles and a lot of problems right now, I believe we're going to emerge better. It, it's not going to be easy, but we have to stay involved and remember that we are blessed with that freedom from God, and he has given us a gift that we need to, to carry on. And when it gets tough and when it gets difficult and when you start to feel despondent, I want people to remember the name of Sergeant First Class Alwyn Cash. And his name is, is spelled C-A-S-H-E, Sergeant First Class Alwyn Cash. Some of your audience may be familiar with his story, but I'll tell you, Rich, I learned about his story uh, maybe about a year ago. And he was over in Iraq. Uh, he was in a Bradley fighting vehicle. He and his team were... Uh, going along the route and, and doing uh, security operations, and they were hit by an IED. So the, the vehicle was blown up, and Sergeant First Class Alwyn Cash <clears throat> took heroic action. Um, when the vehicle was hit, the, the, the gas tank exploded, and so there was gas all over the vehicle, all over the roadway. Uh, Sergeant First Class Alwyn Cash, his uniform was soaked in gasoline, but that did not stop him from going and getting the driver who was pinned down out of the vehicle. And as he did, he caught fire, but he took the driver over to the other side of the road to a safe position. And even though his uniform was in flames, he went back to the burning vehicle and saved another one of his teammates and took him across the street. And he did went back again and took a third. He went back six times and saved five Americans and their Iraqi interpreter. And, and he was doing all of this while he was under fire. And it was just an incredible act of heroism. Uh, he was badly, badly injured, badly burned. He was medevaced out. And Rich, as you know, uh, those who suffer those burn wounds go to the, the greatest medical facility on the face of the earth for those kinds of injuries, which is the burn center at Fort Sam Houston in San Antonio. And that's where uh, Sergeant First Class Alwyn Cash went. Well, for his actions, he was awarded the Silver Star. And um, years later, as the people he rescued were able to tell this, more of the story, his friends and his teammates began to understand that the Silver Star, which is the third highest decoration in the military, was not adequate to his acts of heroism. So they started piecing it together, and they realized he, did, he, he showed such bravery that he really needed to be put in for the Medal of Honor. But there's a time limit on when the Medal of Honor can be conferred, and the five years had elapsed. So the Congress of the United States got involved and said, wow, we were not aware of this heroism. And they took action, and they passed a law that said um, 
we're going to waive the five-year time limit for the Medal of Honor to be conferred, and we are authorizing the President of the United States to award the Medal of Honor to Sergeant First Class Alwyn Cash. Now, think about the political environment that we're in today and understand that the Senate voted unanimously, the House of Representatives voted unanimously to take this action. Well, he has not yet been uh, presented with the Medal of Honor. I suspect that'll come sometime in the next few weeks, and his family uh, will be there in the White House with the president to accept it. But here's what's interesting, and here's what I really want your audience to remember, that as he was in the burn center in San Antonio, as he was uh, getting ready to meet his maker, he was dying. There was, he was burned so badly, there was just not much they could do for him. His family asked him, why did you keep going back? Why did you not, you know, tamp out your uniform and save yourself? Why did you do what you did? And he said to them, I was confident in Christ's love for me, but I wasn't sure if my men were ready to meet their maker. And so he wanted to give them more time on earth just in case they needed to do more to be ready to meet God. But he was confident in his love for Christ and Christ's love for him that he was ready to go. And that's why he gave his life. So if anybody out there is asking or saying, I'm not going to vote or I'm not going to get involved, please look up Sergeant First Class Alwyn Cash, read his story, be inspired by it, and let it put your heart into a servant's capacity to go out and make our country better. God bless you. Amen. Um, I remember uh, it's, a, it's an amazing story. And I have been to the Brook Army Medical Center burn unit. And uh, there was a CH-53 crash in Japan in the 80s. And they brought the survivors all badly burned to Brook Army Medical Center. And I was in Houston on active duty at the time. And so representing uh, some of the Marines here, I went to San Antonio and took time to go in the burn unit and you had to put on a gown and uh, the booties and so forth because these Marines were so badly hurt. And so I think about the individual pain and the individual sacrifice lived out one minute at a time in the agony of the Marine that I met and his young wife who was attending to him. And in the same way that the sacrifice is lived out in agony one minute at a time, so can our victory be brought to uh, about one minute at a time by individual sacrifice. And we owe that. And the truth of the matter is, if not that, then what? What are we doing that's so important that we can't get in the fight somewhere? And if you're confused about how, start with the Freedom Alliance and send a letter and a donation and they'll make sure the letter gets to a vet. But it's like when people come up to me and they say, thank you for your service. I often say to them, well, it's my honor to serve, but more importantly, find your place of service and get in the fight. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's the truth because we each have potential and we're each empowered by God. And that brings us to the moment of truth. Because in every show, as you know, we have a moment of truth where we look at scripture, which informs our discussion 
And we do this to remind ourselves that God's Word is our first refuge, that it's always relevant, and that it never fails. And our moment of truth today comes from Luke chapter 12, verse 48, which I have said on the show before is the verse that I believe governs my life. And it says, From everyone who has been given much, much will be demanded. And from the one who has been entrusted with much, even more will be asked. And so this scripture resonates so deeply as an immigrant who came to this nation when I was nine, whose family was offered every opportunity to succeed and whose every dream was made possible by those who came before me. I feel tremendous gratitude. I've been given much. And the weight of that responsibility conveys much of my commitment to what I do. And so over the last hour, we've talked about the freedom we enjoy in the United States and the sacrifice which made it possible. And I say made and makes it possible because this sacrifice is ongoing. And those minute-by-minute painful uh, efforts by families and veterans to overcome is ongoing. And we've also said that this sacrifice must compel us in our duties as Americans to vote, to stand for the truth, and to stand against tyranny and lies. And as we strive to protect our freedom, we must also stand for the freedoms of others who think differently than we do, because to do otherwise would be a hypocrisy, and then we'd look no different from those whose schemes we must oppose. But what about our duty as Christians? What about the sacrifice which Jesus made on the cross to offer us the spiritual and religious freedom on which this nation is founded? As Christians, by the choices we make each day, we are willing, voluntary servants to the sacrifice made by Jesus. Our rules of engagement stem from our faith in whatever action we take. We must remember this, like the veterans who voluntarily gave up so much for our American freedom and whose sacrifice shines a light on our responsibility as Americans. Our courageous actions as Christians will shine a bright light on the world around us. But make no mistake, both our spiritual freedom and the opportunity that we have to live lives in the truth of the Bible and our freedoms as Americans are in jeopardy. A high price was paid for both, and that conveys a tremendous responsibility to us in the way we live our lives. This is a time for righteous action. And that brings us to our quote of the day. I first heard this in the movie Saving Private Ryan. Uh, President Lincoln wrote to a lady named Miss Bixby, who had lost several children during the Civil War, and he said, I pray that our Heavenly Father may assuage the anguish of your bereavement and leave you only the cherished memory of the loved and lost and the solemn pride that must be yours to have laid so costly a sacrifice upon the altar of freedom. Friends, we are the recipients of so much sacrifice, and the way we live our lives honors or degrades that sacrifice. The sacrifice of Jesus and the sacrifice of so many of our countrymen for our freedoms is ours to cherish, to protect, and to pass on to future generations. And that is courageous Christianity. I'd like to thank our guest, Mr. Tom Kilgannon of the Freedom Alliance. Tom, God bless. Thank you for being with us. Friends, from all of us at Courageous Christianity, may your Memorial Day be a solemn and joyful time of remembrance and rededication. God bless and semper fi. Yeah.